Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the Man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. On the first Sunday in February, I talk to you from the subject when you can't fix it. We looked at Psalm 46 and I shared with you two things that God would have us to know when we experience circumstances in life that we have no power to humanly fix. I told us that God said in verse 10 of Psalm 46 to be still. Y'all remember that? Relax. Chill out. And don't panic. And not only did he say be still, he said and no. That is to remember that he is God. What are we to remember? He told us in verse 1 of Psalm 46. Remember that he is our refuge and strength. An ever-present help in the time of trouble. And on last Sunday, I talked to you from the subject, what to do and know when things are out of your control. I shared with you the, the passage of scripture found in Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 31. Remember I told you that Jesus had just performed the miracle of the feeding of 5,000 plus with five small barley loaves and two fish. After feeding the people, Jesus sends his disciples to cross by boat to the other side of the lake of Galilee. And while crossing the lake, a storm arose. And I told you on last Sunday that even the believer in Christ will have uncontrollable and unexpected storms show up in their lives. The disciples were caught up in the storm. The winds were blowing. The waves were crashing against the boat. But Jesus came walking on the water to them in the midst of the storm. And I told you that it's so good to know 
that our God can get to us to help us no matter what the circumstances may be. I told you that we have access to the God who is always in control. And then I share with you three points from this passage of scripture. I said when things are out of control, Jesus says, take courage and don't be afraid. Y'all know the disciples were scared in the midst of that storm. And especially when Jesus came walking on the water to them, they said, it's a ghost. But Jesus says, chill out. Relax. Calm down. Don't stress. It is I, I've got you. And so, secondly, when things are out of your control, I told you to take the risk and trust Jesus at his word. Y'all remember? Peter asked Jesus, if it's you, bid me come out on that water. What did Jesus say? He said, come on. You wouldn't be bad, Peter. Come on. As Peter asked Jesus, could he come to him? And only Peter took a risk and trusted Jesus at his word. And he walked on the water. And then the last thing I said, when things are out of control, you need to learn how to ask for God's help. Y'all remember, Peter started walking. But he saw the wind and the waves, started to sink. When he cry out, Lord, save me. In other words, Lord, help me. And I'm here to tell you that the Lord is a present help in the time of trouble. So today, I want to continue the theme of sermons. On recognizing when we can't fix or control everything by talking to you from the subject, my authority can't fix this. In our selected scriptural text for today, Jesus is in the city of Capernaum. Capernaum was a city on the northwest shore of the sea or lake of Galilee. After leaving Nazareth, the Bible says that Jesus lived in Capernaum for a period of time. Now, Dr. Hagee if Jesus lived or took up residence in Capernaum, you know that miracles had to happen in Capernaum. Because you know that where Jesus is, 
or where Jesus happens to show up. Miracles are subject to take place. Can I prove it? It was in Capernaum that Peter's mother-in-law was healed from a fever. It was in Capernaum that four brothers carried their friend with palsy to a house where Jesus was. And because there was no room to get into the house, they climbed up the roof and tore the roof up and lowered their friend into Jesus' presence. And because of their faith, the brother was healed. I, I said it was in Capernaum where people brought their family members who were sick and demon-possessed and Jesus spoke the word and healed and delivered them all. I said it was in Capernaum that we find Jesus again entering the city. And the Bible says that a centurion came to him asking for help. Now, this centurion was a Roman soldier, a, a, a Gentile. He was a commander-in-chief of 100 soldiers. Now, Jesus, being a Jew, as a citizen of Capernaum, was under Roman rule. This centurion, as far as the government was concerned, had physical authority over Jesus. But check this out. This centurion does not come to Jesus flaunting his authority. But he comes to Jesus asking for help. In other words, this centurion approached Jesus with the right attitude. He could have approached Jesus commanding his own authority, but he approaches Jesus humbly and respectfully. He says to Jesus, Lord, wait a minute, he's a Gentile. He, 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 he's a soldier. He's a commanding chief. But when he approaches Jesus, he says, Lord, which implies that this centurion was a 
God-fearing man. He said, Lord, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Now, Fred, I suggest another indication that this centurion is a God-fearing man is the fact that he was concerned about somebody other than himself. He was concerned about his servant. Listen to me good. True believers in Christ are genuinely concerned about others. Can I say that again? I said, if you are a true believer in Christ, you are genuinely, or you should be genuinely concerned about others. Listen, if a person says that they love the Lord, but are only interested in themselves, they are not reflecting the true picture or image of Jesus Christ. Okay. I got about two or three hand claps on there. That's all right. The, the, the centurion asked Jesus to help his servant. And I don't know about you, but I am so glad that I serve a God who I can call on for help. I am so glad that he is an ever-present help. In the time of trouble. Makes no difference what your national, racial, or geographical location is. If you call on the Lord for help, I'm a witness. He can help you. Can I get a witness? Anybody ever call on the Lord? for helping. He was there to rescue you. And the Bible says that Jesus said to the centurion, shall I come and heal him? And the centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. And just like this centurion, none of us, somebody say none of us, none of us deserve all of the grace, mercy, forgiveness, and blessings that the Lord bestows upon us. I, I, okay, you got your halo on. 
I don't know about you, but I know that I don't deserve all the blessings that God releases into my life. You know why? Because sometimes I'm hard-headed and stubborn. I ain't the only one in here. And disobedient. But I thank God that he doesn't give me or give you what we deserve. But he graces us. <laughs> Somebody say, thank God for grace. Mm. The centurion said, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. But just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one go and he goes. And that one come and he comes. I say to my servant do this and he does it. Brothers and sisters let me suggest to you this Sunday morning that this centurion understood the power of words. <laughs> Not only did he understand the power of words, but he also understood the meaning of authority. As a ruler over a hundred soldiers, he knew that one with authority does not need to be present to accomplish a task. Lord, have mercy. He knew that orders may be carried out by others even at a distance. He knew that if he commanded his soldiers to do something, whether he was present with them or not, if he just sent his word by another, that his commands must be carried out. In other words, boy, this is good to my soul. Check this out. The word carries with it the authority of the sender. All right, y'all, y'all. Let, 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 let me give you some examples. If the president of the United States speaks, 
his or her words carries presidential authority. When our governor speaks, his or her words carries gubernatorial authority. Let me make it more plain. When I speak as pastor, my words carry pastoral authority. But, somebody say but. When God speaks, his words carry all authority. You know why? Because the Bible tells us that the earth is the Lord. Yeah, yeah, you, you got it, you got it. And the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. Mm -mm -mm. The, 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 the centurion <laughs> says in essence to Jesus, look Jesus, even though my servant is not present, I believe that if you just say the word, your word spoken here can heal my servant over there. In other words, the power of your word has no limits. And I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that Jesus' words cannot be limited by nature or humanity. In other words, if God speaks it, it will come to pass. Uh. Y'all learn anything? The, the, the centurion says, just say the word and my servant will be healed. And my brothers and sisters, I still believe just like the centurion in our scriptural text today that there is power in the word of God. I still believe like Suge Avery did in the movie The Color Purple that God can speak to you and that there is power in the word of God. Is there anybody here who still believes that there is power, wonder-working power 
in the word of God. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it, but I believe there is power to heal. Power to deliver. Power to set free. Power to restore. Power to save. And power to make all things new. Uh, listen. Listen. Some of us who are here and watching and listening today are struggling with situations and circumstances in our lives simply because we are trying to use our own human authority. That is, we're trying to govern or rule situations and circumstances that are beyond our authority. Mm, 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 mm. Boy, I just said a mouthful right there. Even though the centurion was a man with authority, he had enough sense to recognize that he did not have the authority to heal his servant. He realized that this situation was beyond his control. And let me say right here that you and I will encounter some problems and some situations in this thing called life where our intellect, where our money, where our withal won't be enough. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying that sometimes we will find ourselves in a situation where we need somebody with more authority, Lord have mercy, than ourselves to deliver us out of our troubles. And the centurion asked the right person to help him with his situation. He asked the one with all authority in his hands. He went to Jesus. I'm almost through. And I stopped by New Providence to let someone know that Jesus still has all power and all authority 
in his hands. And let me share some good news with you. That Jesus is not bound by any boundary lines or jurisdictions. His authority is from everlasting Lord to everlasting. Can, can I give you an example? The Raleigh Police Department can't write you a ticket in Fuquay because Fuquay is beyond their boundary and jurisdiction. But Wake County Sheriff can write you up because Fuquay is a part of their jurisdiction. I'm so glad that I serve a God who has no boundaries or no jurisdiction. His authority covers everywhere. David, can you help us out? Yes, I can, Pastor Wood. Where can I flee? From your presence. He says, God, if I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you're still there. If I rise on the wings of the morning and fly to the uttermost parts of the earth, you are there. There's nowhere, there's nowhere that your jurisdiction, nowhere that your boundary lines are compromised. Everywhere I look around, your presence is there. The centurion recognized that his authority was limited, that he could not fix his servant's situation in his own power and authority. So he went to the one with all power and all authority. And there will be times in your life when your authority won't be enough to fix your problems. You're gonna need some divine power to fix and remedy the situation. Jesus, I said Jesus, I said Jesus is the answer. Tell your neighbor, he's the answer. Andre Crouch said Jesus is the answer 
before the world today above him there's no other Jesus 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 is the way when you run into those situations in life when your personal authority can't fix the situation go to the one who has all authority and all power in his hand and what's his name oh come on say it like you mean it Jesus We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.NewProvidenceBaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.